Welcome to Words to Lead By. I'm Linda Parkhouse. I want to say again a big thank you to all of you that are listening and sharing this podcast. It makes doing this worthwhile, and I'm grateful. Recently, as I read the Bible, I was in Psalm 16. I saw several things there that bring me comfort, and I hope will for you, so I'll highlight some verses for you. All the quotes will be from the Christian Standard Bible Translation. Protect me, God, for I take refuge in you. I said to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have nothing good besides you. In my spirit, mind, will, and emotions, I am taking refuge in God when I snuggle up close to his heart and listen for his intent towards me. I've been doing this more often and find that when I listen to him, even in reading this psalm, he speaks comfort and confidence to me. In the second verse, the songwriter says he has nothing good besides God. When we look at the challenges we face and the changes we've all experienced, we do need something good to focus our attention on. God is good. He is completely good in character and action. When I focus on Him, I see the good around me. I see beauty and the good actions of people. I see His kindness in loving me and making me His own. I see the relationships and life I've lived and His fingerprints all over it. I truly have nothing good besides God. Verses 5 and 6 say this, Lord, you are my portion and my cup of blessing. You hold my future. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I very much want to be a person with eternal perspective. I'm choosing to see my future in heaven as my inheritance, my portion, as the psalmist says. Since God holds my future, I don't need to worry about what day I will join him in heaven or how. I get to rest in his love and rely on him to carry me through the circumstances that will take me to heaven. I know it's easy to say that until we suffer it, but I have a friend who set an amazing example for me. She chose to trust God with the timing of her death and lived daily with joy to that day. I got a text from her while she was in the hospital right before she died. And in it, she listed the things she was grateful for. And it amazes me still that she was able to do that, though hospitalized and knew that she was getting closer to death. I'm determined to be like her when my time comes. When I read verses 7 and 8 in the psalm, I thought of the many times I've lain awake at night with concerns about the next day. I was convicted to change that pattern. Listen to God's words. I will bless the Lord who counsels me even at night when my thoughts trouble me. I always let the Lord guide me. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. The solution to nighttime troubling thoughts is to bless God to turn my attention to who he is and how he has been with me all day and thank him, giving him praise and surrendering my thoughts to him. I think that blesses God just like when a friend reveals deep parts of themselves to us. I know I feel honored to be trusted with their concerns and their thoughts. God does too when I reveal all the hidden parts of my heart to him. The final portion of the psalm comforts me as I think of the possibility of dying from COVID-19. Now, 
Don't tell me it hasn't gone through your mind at least once. Here's what God reminds us through, through David's pen in verses 9 and 11. The final portion of the psalm comforts me when I think of the possibility of dying from COVID-19. Now, don't tell me it hasn't gone through your mind at least once. I'm not that weird. Here's what God reminds us through David's pen in verses 9 and through 11. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My body also rests securely. For you will not abandon me to Sheol. You will not allow your faithful one to see decay. You reveal the path of life to me. In your presence is abundant joy. At your right hand are eternal pleasures. This passage gives us perspective on death. When we choose to rely on Jesus' death on our behalf to restore full relationship with God our Father, we also get assurance of an eternity with Him. We get to look expectantly to being in the presence of God when we die. In 2 Corinthians 5, we are told that while we are in our physical body, we are not present with God, but when we leave our physical body, we are in the presence of God. I think that's why the psalmist said they wouldn't see decay. Their physical body would decay, but their spirit would immediately reside with God. I know, it's difficult to imagine a place we'd enjoy living besides the earth. It's a little bit like considering a move to a new city. Even when we study up on it beforehand, we find we couldn't know exactly what it would be like until we experienced the new place. Paul, the New Testament apostle, wrestled with whether living on in his body or dying and being with Christ was better. In Philippians 1, 20-22, we read, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I'm to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet, what shall I choose? I do not know. I'm torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. Wow, I want to be like Paul and my friend who chose an eternal perspective in the face of death. They both chose not to focus on what they had left to do here and chose instead to focus on the joy and beauty ahead of them in heaven. We can do the same. God didn't hide the fact that life on this earth isn't all there is. In Hebrews 9, 27 and 28, God says, Just as people are destined to die once and after that to face judgment, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many, and he will appear a second time not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. We're told that we will die and that we will be face to face with God. Oh, I want that meeting to be one of celebration and joy because I chose God here on earth by accepting his gift of life forever with him through Jesus and by obeying him as he gives me instructions and daily assignments. Accepting his gift of life forever is as simple as telling him we're not able to be perfect and that we need saving. That saving comes through Jesus who lived and died and rose again to win our peace with God. Will you accept him today? Will you tell him you need a Savior? If you have given your yes to God, are you listening for the next assignment? Are you obeying? I'm not perfect in obedience, and I tell him so when I realize it. I ask for forgiveness and resolve to obey quickly and thoroughly the next time. 
He is gracious and merciful to me, and he will be to you too. As we live our lives, let's keep the perspective of heaven and hope in God. Let's live every day listening for God's quiet nudges and assignments and carry them out quickly. Let's pay attention to the goodness of God and let Him be our refuge in this difficult time. Let's not let the prospect of death frighten us, but hold on to our hope in Christ Jesus for a future in heaven forever. If this podcast was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would leave a review in iTunes or wherever you access the content and share it with your friends. New episodes will come out twice a month on Thursday afternoon. Bonus content like today's episode will be mentioned on my social media accounts. Just look for Linda Parkhouse, LLC. Catch you next time on Words to Lead By.